world, and welcome to the Cartridge Club, your one-stop shop for monthly gaming goodness. I'm your host, Curtis Freisel, and this month we played Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy's Conquest for the Super Nintendo. Now, before we jump into the game, I would like to introduce you to my duo of distinguished guests. I'm going to call them my quest guests this month huh see what i did there uh so let's meet them first up we have uh, captain algebra who i am uh, naming the diddy of this podcast so welcome captain algebra yeah thanks for having me again excited to talk about this absolutely you're a big dk fan right yes i am yeah donkey Kong country is one of my favorite series of all time oh awesome this will be good and then of course uh if you're diddy we have our dixie right over here oh, come on and that is duke <laughs> from retro nonsense welcome duke thanks for having me i appreciate it absolutely uh so obviously that would make me donkey kong however <laughs> unlike the game uh, i will be here the whole time so, uh, <laughs> you guys ready to dive into donkey kong country 2 diddy's conquest say that five times fast let's do it yes the beast is back on the system that keeps pounding out the hits super nes donkey kong country 2 diddy's conquest it's even tougher than the original They've come a long way uh, advertising video games, haven't they? <laughs> I don't know. That might have been the peak of advertising for video games. It was good. I loved <laughs> 90s commercials, like the whip pans <clears throat> and like the zooms and everything. You know, everything was extreme. Uh, it doesn't doesn't get much better. I, I like that, too. <laughs> no. um, so did uh, uh, we're, we're talking about Donkey Kong Country 2. Did you guys play this when it originally came out i did not you did not really no Captain algebra i did yep I, I i don't know if we got it on release day but i know we got it pretty soon after if we didn't yeah duke when did you first play it then uh a couple weeks ago you're kidding <laughs> really you've never well, played I, it before no i was a i played the original back in the day i had that as a teenager for my super nintendo yeah. and i really enjoyed that but for some reason, I never got the sequel. Um, was it a later release? I'm not even sure. I, I, I don't know why I didn't have it, but came I out in '95. As... So I, I mean, it was a later release technically for the Super Nintendo, I guess. Um, well, what I mean is, was the N64 out already? N64 would have come out the next year. It came out in '96. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm not sure why I didn't have it, but I never played it until. Just, I've, I've had it for a little while uh, in my collection here. I just never got around to playing it. So it was a great opportunity to say, hey, it's the club game of the month. Let's let's check it out finally. I think I put it in and, play, and tinkered around with it when I first bought it a couple years ago, but I never played through it. So this was my first time. That's crazy. I'm so excited. I didn't know this was your first time playing it. I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. That. I, I love when we have a perspective on the show that's someone who's never played it before. That's, that's yeah. great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. You're going to fill that role. And uh, Captain Algebra, you played it back back in the day uh, and you have yep. fond memories with it, I, I take it. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's uh, it's my favorite game on the Super Nintendo. I, uh, I've probably wow. played it almost every year since it was released. Uh, I play it all the time. It's your number one? 
Number one. Love wow. It. Wow. Um, we have a super fan here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Well, we got, got number one, first time playing it. Me, funny enough. So I, a little sidebar story here. I remember for, this must have been 94, 95. For my birthday, I got the original Donkey Kong game. Got it for Super Nintendo. Loved it. It was I was like so in love with Donkey Kong. And I remember when the sequel came out, I think I rented it and it I was angry that you that Donkey Kong wasn't in the game. Like <laughs> that I was like, what? You, you don't play as Donkey Kong? And I, you know, I don't remember. I played through a little bit of it, but I was actually like mad about it. And I didn't even try to beat it or anything. Took it back to the rental store, and I was kind of like, screw that game. Like you don't get to play as as Donkey Kong, and the same. And then I didn't even play the third one when it originally came out because I was like, you don't get to play as Donkey Kong again. What's up with all these Donkey Kong games? You don't even get to play as Donkey Kong. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course, you know. Uh, years later, I was like, what? What? What am I talking about? I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I have since, you know, forgiven it. And uh, we'll get into later where we think it stacks up against the other uh, Donkey Kong uh, games. But for now, let's focus on Donkey Kong Country 2. So a little backstory on the game. Came out uh, in the U.S. on November 20th, 1995. Of course, it's the sequel to Donkey Kong Country. And fun fact, it's the sixth best-selling game on the Super Nintendo of all time, which I thought was pretty fun. That's according to Mario Wiki, so I hope I hope they're right, Mario Wiki. Um uh, <laughs> But I also saw that uh, the original Donkey Kong was the third best-selling game on the Super Nintendo. So the DKs were pretty high. I don't know where Donkey Kong Country 3 lands, but I'm sure it's probably in the top 20. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is a big deal when it comes to the Super Nintendo. So it's it's about time that the Cartridge Club finally got to it. I know they played somewhere way back in the day, the original Donkey Kong. Um, but, uh yeah. So, first memories of the game. We just talked about that. Did you like it when you played it? Da, 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 da. We've covered all that. Let's talk about the game. I love this. So, Super Nintendo games are weird sometimes in that they it, it was still in that era of video games where sometimes you got the story not from the game but from, like, the manual. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And Donkey Kong Country 2 is no exception to this. Um, even though they could obviously do some sort of story, uh, they they put it in the manual. I think the only thing you really get story-wise setting up the game is uh, in the first level, if you go back into the ship, King K. Rule leaves a note that's like, I captured Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. <laughs> me hearties, or whatever he says, and is like pirate <laughs> lingo. Uh, but that's it. So if you wanted the story, you know, I hope you have the manual like i got right there this is what uh, the page looks like in the manual it's a little hard to read but you can see there's a lot of story there and i'm going to read this for you so welcome to cartridge club theater setting up donkey kong country 2 diddy's conquest donkey kong gulped down the last of his banana milkshake and sighed happily his old beach chair creaking as he wriggled his toes in the sand this is the life he thought to himself Donkey Kong settled back and closed his eyes, thinking he'd have a little doze when he heard the sound of shuffling feet. Before he knew what was happening, Cranky Kong bopped him on the head with his cane. 
Well, well, said Cranky. What do you think you're doing sitting around all day? They won't get much of a game out of this, will they? I thought you were supposed to be a big star. Why don't you go off and pester Diddy or something, complained Donkey Kong. Ha! He's off somewhere with that girlfriend of his. Grumbling to himself, Cranky shambled off down the beach, leaving Donkey Kong to pull his hat over his eyes, sink down into the beach chair, and slowly drift asleep. When night fell and their big buddy still hadn't returned, Diddy and Dixie Kong worried and went to look for him. As they reached the beach, they saw hundreds of strange-looking footprints that led from the sea to form a big circle around the spot where Donkey Kong's chair lay. Kremlings! Diddy gasped in horror. On top of the bits of chair, they found a note. To the yellow-bellied, land-loving Kong family! Ha-ha! We got the big monkey! If you want him back, you scurvy dogs, you'll have to hand over the banana horde. Captain K. Rule signed. Well, grunted Cranky, I suppose we'd better give him the bananas, hadn't we? Diddy was shocked. After all we did to get back the last time, Donkey Kong would go crazy if he lost his bananas again. Got any better ideas, you young whippersnapper? Demanded the old ape. We gotta rescue him, of course, said Diddy and Dixie together. But Cranky just laughed. Oh, really? And who exactly is we, hmm? Well, what about me? Asked Diddy, stamping his foot. I went with Donkey Kong on his last adventure. Why can't I do it? You, laughed Cranky. You've been only in one game, and you didn't even get your name in the title. You think that makes you a hero? Diddy looked discouraged, but Dixie was quick to stand up for him. I'm going with him. Diddy stared at her, and she stared defiantly back. But it's dangerous, he protested. You're not scared, are you? Of course I'm not. Well, neither am I. Don't try to argue. If you're going, I'm going with you. Diddy sighed. He knew a hopeless argument when he saw one, but still, he was Donkey's only hope. Of course, if he managed to rescue his big buddy, he'd become a real video game hero, too. Could he ask for a better chance to prove himself? Diddy stood up straight and proud, ready for his new quest. I'll bring him back. You'll see, he declared. The others offered encouragement. Wrinkly gave him a warm smile while Funky offered his hand for a high five. Go for it, little dude. And as soon as the sun rose again, the brave young pair set out. Bravo. Great job. <laughs> Love the voices. That was great. <clears throat> Thank you very much. So that sets up the story. We are in charge of Diddy and Dixie Kong uh, in the game. Obviously, this time you're not playing as Donkey Kong. You're playing as Dixie and Diddy. And I want to I want to talk about them really quick before we uh, get into the game. So uh, in the first game, Donkey Kong Country, it was very obvious the differences between uh, Dixie or sorry, Diddy and Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong was a little bit slow and, and lumbering, but more powerful. He could hop on the big bad guys where Diddy was a little bit quicker, make bigger jumps, but couldn't hop on the big guys. This time you got two kind of quick characters. Um and uh, uh, the differences are, are more minor this time, but Diddy's definitely faster, can jump higher. Um, but Dixie, she's slightly slower, but she can glide in the air with her with her hair, right? Um, which I think, let me ask you guys, do you think that lends itself to why Donkey Kong 2 is, uh, Country 2 is often uh, like the, the, pref the preferred game of the three? Uh, Captain Algebra, why don't you wait? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that that glide is so helpful in so many situations, whether you're jumping off the edge to like go see if there's a bonus barrel over to the side or, you know, you're in one of those those shaft levels and you want to lower yourself slowly in case there's something hidden or you don't want to fall on an enemy. I mean, it just 
it's such a cool gameplay mechanic and uh i think she makes the the fact that you lost donkey kong not hurt as much because she's such a great character yeah duke did you find yourself leaning towards uh, between diddy and dixie towards one character or the other when you were playing i did um dixie i would say was my default character but at the same time i think it was a great uh gameplay element that you would often switch back between the two even within one level mm-hmm. one to you know if you, if you as you started getting familiar with what you needed to do as you memorize the levels and, and retried them um it came it became clear that sometimes you needed to use dixie and sometimes you needed to use diddy and i really enjoyed that aspect of the games but but my default was like when i started the level if i had both dixie's in front and if i saw that it was more beneficial to have diddy i would then switch and then sometimes switch back. But if I didn't know what was ahead, I always kind of had Dixie in front. Interesting. Why Why is that? It was safer to me because I knew that I could use her glide as like a kind of a safety feature. I could, If yeah. I made a jump that was bad, I could kind of go back. And I think her her move, her, her floaty move, was a little more, I think, used than Diddy's cartwheel for me. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Algebra, wh- wh- where do you land on this? Did you have a, a preferred? Uh, I mean, I, I prefer Dixie in most cases, like Duke said, you know, it's, it's that safety net almost. If you mess something up, she can usually correct it. Uh, but I've, I've played it so many times that I just, whoever I'm playing with at that time is I play is who I play with. I know I do like to climb with Diddy cause he climbs faster than Dixie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially in one of the boss levels later on, you know, you're doing a lot of climbing while eggs are coming at you. And so it makes sense. I'd rather use Diddy in that case. Um, but there's also with certain boss fights, I'd rather have Diddy because he carries the barrels in front of him. So then enemies can just run right into him instead of with Dixie has it in her hair behind her. Then you have to kind of time it right and throw it at her, uh, throw it at the enemy at the right time. Whereas Diddy, you know, you've got, you don't have to worry about that as much. So I like Dixie more, but I've played it so much. It doesn't really matter to me who I play with. It's funny. You mentioned the the barrel thing too, because yes, I agree. Like whenever it came to barrel stuff, uh, Diddy was so much better because it, it, Dixie even had a few more like frames of animation to like pick it up mm-hmm. and get it into her hair. So it yeah. felt slower, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. It's, I, I personally, I, I prefer uh, Diddy actually. Like I would start out with Diddy more times and I did like the, the cartwheel jump because you can go so far with the, the cartwheel jump. If you, if you know how to use it correctly, you know, mm-hmm. like just fall off a ledge and man, it's like, it's almost like having a double jump. You know, you know, yep. it's funny you say that. I did not even know about that. That you know how you can go down and then jump yeah. again. I didn't even yeah. know about that until like way later in the game. Because mm-hmm. I saw some like coins and like, how do you even get that? That's impossible. Because if Diddy or Dixie floats down, you can't recover. Right. And then I think I did it accidentally. I was like, oh, you can you can like fall a little bit and then as he do as he does his cartwheel and then jump again. I didn't even know that. Of course, I don't have the manual like you, so I didn't, I didn't read through the manual. <laughs> So I probably would have known that if I would have took the time to read the manual, but I discovered that later. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, we asked you out there in Cartridge Club world what you thought, and uh, the results were um, pretty interesting, to say the least. Let's take a look. So which Kong did you prefer playing as? And it was pretty close. 54.8% said Diddy Kong to 45.2% said Dixie Kong. So... It's, it's, you know, I, I'd say that's almost half and half, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. 
And I think if there was if there was one thing, you know, that that separated the two, I, it's got to be the speed still because, mm-hmm. you know, Dixie's a little bit slower. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into the game itself. Before we do, got another little treat for you. Uh, let me cue that up here. スーパードンキーコングスー助けに行かなきゃディディとディクシースーパードンキーコングの大弾いよいよ登場期待をはるかに上回るタサイなステージますますヒロガルドンキーコングワールドスーパードンキーコングスーパーファミコンが4000円安
and there's all sorts of different stuff in the background. There's crates all over the place. So it was a little bit darker and more muted. I just like that that extra detail. Yeah, yeah so between we got the two games, they certainly up the production value. I mean, that, that is certainly one of the highlights of this game is that there is just detail after detail. You can tell they really poured a lot of, of their heart into this game. So that really shine Even in the dark levels, that shines. <laughs> so I agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you start out level one, Pirate Panic, um, basic ship level. It does introduce the returning Rambi, the rhino, from Donkey Kong Country. So we got our animal friends back, of which there are some returning ones, some some new ones, and we'll get to those as they, they come up. Um, Donkey Kong Country, um, the series has always been a big collectathon type game. You got got the bananas, you got the Kong letters, balloons, all the all the little uh, secrets and 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 whatnot. And we'll we'll get into you know completing the game and doing the full full shebang and everything. Uh, but let's just start with uh, with the, the Kong letters. I, I always find this interesting because the Kong letters. If you collect, there's four Kong letters, K-O-N-G, in each level. And if you collect them all, you get a, uh, a one-up, essentially, an extra life. Um, however, you don't have to collect those, and they don't add to the final percentage. So I'm curious, did you guys bother to collect Kong letters, or was that even intriguing to you? Did you care, uh, Algebra? Um, I mean, I collect them if I see them and stuff, but I don't go out of my way to find every single one of them. Um, I know a lot has been said about this game being pretty difficult. I know in that first trailer you showed, like it was tougher than the first game, which I think I would agree with, but since I've played it since I was a kid, I don't really find it that tough. So it's like, I don't need those extra lives, but for someone who thinks the game is tough and really needs it, I mean, it's a nice way to get an extra life every level. Yeah. Yeah. Duke, did you go after the Kong? Well, my style of gameplay is I breeze through and beat it that's my number one goal and then i go back and i didn't know we were you know you um i had like one day to go back because that was like today (laughs) before the record and i've been playing quite a bit this afternoon but that's typically what i would do with a game like this is i would beat it first and get that out of the way and then kind of like relax and have fun with the levels and try to find the extra secrets so no i wasn't worried about collecting them during my regular game uh, playthrough when i was trying to beat the game but I did think it was enjoyable to go back afterwards because that kind of forced you to go into different areas and look for them. Um, and I, I thought it contributed to the percentage. I didn't realize it didn't. So that's kind of what I, in my mind, I was doing was trying to get the game, you know, up to 100 percent or 102, whatever it is, um, as, as part of what I was going to go back to do to try to have have more fun with the playthrough. Yeah. So the thing I did like. OK, I got a, I got one thing I don't like. One thing I did like about the, the Kong thing is so when you save a game in Donkey Kong, and I, I, some games do this and it drives me nuts. When you save your game, you come back to it. You don't, if you had a hundred lives, doesn't matter. Like you go back to, to five, you know? Yeah, and yeah. that's really frustrating, especially when you come back later in the game because the levels are a lot harder and so you're mm-hmm. going to dine a lot more. And uh, I did find, I like when I would come back in, in later, when I was playing through, you know, uh, for those later levels, I I would go after the Kong letters just to try and give me any extra boost because, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to get a game over. And even though game over is like not the worst thing in the world, I don't I don't want to start the level over again. You know, mm-hmm. just curious, did you guys both play it on the original Super Nintendo this time or 
Did you? Yep. Okay. That's what I did too. I was, I was thinking of that because as I was playing it and getting a little frustrated with some of those features or lack thereof, as far as saving, I thought, because I'm a stickler for not taking advantage of like save points and stuff. I thought this might be one of the one times if I was playing it on the Switch, I might, I might use that because mm-hmm. you know, not being able to save as much um, really drew out the experience. Um, and, you know, time is always of the essence. So I, I may have taken advantage of that if I didn't play it on my Super Nintendo. So I, you know, I've already mentioned I love this game. I actually played through the Game Boy Advance version as well this month because I wanted really? to see if there were differences. Wow. Yep. Um, and that one you can actually save at any point in time. Brinkley Kong doesn't serve as a, a save place anymore. It's it's oh. something different. But yes, yeah, so you can save at any point and it does save your lives. While we're talking about coins though, yeah, there, there's coins galore in this. It's This was a big step up over the first Donkey Kong Country mm-hmm. in terms of uh, collect-a-thoning. And a big part is the different coins you got. So you got your banana coins, which is what allows you to save, um, allows you to play Swanky Kong's games and rent the plane and stuff. Uh, but then you have the creme coins, which are hidden in the bonus stages. And those, uh, you pay this guy named Clubba at Clubba's kiosk, which allow you to uh, unlock hidden levels uh, in the game that you are required to play if you want to go for the full 102%. Um, and then there is, uh, in each level, uh, well, most of the levels except boss levels, uh, there is Cranky's Video Game Hero Coin, which is the large DK coin. And there's one per level, and you got to collect all those. All it is is like a bragging rights thing, but it also adds to, if you want the, the full 102% um, collecting all these coins. Fun fun fact, I don't know if you guys noticed this, uh, in so when you go to Cranky's video game uh, hero, like when it shows the the top three, you know Mario's number one, Yoshi's number two, Link's number three. If you notice down in like the bottom right corner, there's like the the uh, no hopers, right? So the the people that got no hope of placing, and there you'll notice uh, Sonic's shoes and Earthworm Jim's blaster down there. So. <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever noticed that. Yeah, That's they couldn't uh, couldn't keep up. Um, so yeah, lots to collect in this game, lots to collect. Uh, but back to the game level two, main brace mayhem, vertical level. Got a lot of these going up uh, the ship's mast. Um, level three, we got gangplank galley, it's another ship level. Uh, level four, lockjaw's locker is our first swimming level, and that introduces on guard the swordfish returning from uh, the original Donkey Kong Country. Um, level five, top sail trouble. This is another vertical level, and this introduces Rattly the Snake, which is new to Donkey Kong Country 2 and very important to a few levels down the road. So, yeah, you know, anybody mm-hmm. playing this game, get good at controlling Rattly because <laughs> it's interesting. I don't remember if Donkey Kong Country, the first one, did this, but there are some levels where you ride the animals and others where you become the yeah animal in this mm-hmm. yeah in the first uh, game you could only ride them you could never turned into the animal right right yeah so i thought that was a, a new feature um and then the boss of the first world is the crow's nest which is a large crow that releases eggs um which is messed up by the way when you think about it like it's this like that that's like it's babies like imagine yeah, the, boss, right. the boss is essentially yeah. throwing babies at you <laughs> as it's attack um it's hardcore and mm-hmm. then you and then you throw the babies back at it to damage it, to defeat it. That's like who said Sega Genesis was, was the edgy one? Right? Yeah, exactly. 
we're throwing babies over here at Super Nintendo as weapons. <laughs> That's super messed up. <laughs> in addition to all the collecting you can do in this game, you got a ton of different Kongs versus the first game, which I think you only had Cranky and Funky in addition to Diddy and Donkey. You had Candy in the first one. She oh, Candy. Your, yep, yeah. that's how you saved. Candy, who went bye-bye in this mm-hmm. one. She, she, was too, she was too edgy. You know, yeah. they were like, <laughs> get out with the edgy, you know, cleavage showing Kong. Bring in the baby throwing <laughs> bird. Um, but so this one, we got Cranky back. And they give him more to do. Like in the first game, Cranky just gave you like tips. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there, there wasn't much more to him. Uh, Candy, you, you know, he'd save Funky do the plain thing. And this one, Cranky hosts the Monkey Museum, which he does offer uh, hints for a fee, which, thinking about, kind of messed up also that all of these, like, family members charge you for, right? like, your help. <laughs> like, your help saving Donkey Kong. They, they're making you pay for this. What's up with that? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but, yeah, so, so you get uh, uh, hints from Cranky Kong. Fun fact. There is a Killer Instinct arcade cabinet in the back of his museum. If you notice that, mm-hmm. fun thing. Did not notice that. Which, of course, is another game made by Rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had talked about Funky Kong, which he allows the travel between the worlds. So it's it's after you buy it once, you get it forever. Is that how it works? For each wor- each world you're in, yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. yeah, when you're in um, the first area, you pay Funky Kong. It's the two coins. Then anytime you're in that world and you use them, it's going to be free. But as yeah, soon as you okay. go to the next one, like Crocodile Cauldron, you got to pay him again. Right, right, right. Uh, and then you got Wrinkly, who's new to this game. Wife of Cranky. Love that. I love that, you know, he's mm-hmm. got Cranky's supposed to be like the original Donkey Kong, right? And, um, you know, he got he, he got married to Cranky. She runs, runs Kong College, which she also uh, will provide you tips for a fee and allow you to save your game. And then my personal favorite was Swanky Kong, which is uh, he runs Swanky's Bonus Bonanza, which uh, you pay to play like a trivia game mm-hmm. about this, and you can win uh, free lives. Did you guys? Uh, did you guys do all these? Yep. Yeah. Every nope. time. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, specifically was saving those banana coins for my saves, so I, I was afraid to you to waste them. Uh, on anything else. So I, I think I tried it a couple times. I did the bonus thing like once or twice. It was like a trivia. And yeah. I got a couple of them right, a couple of them wrong. And then I think I used the airplane thing just once just to see what it did. Um, but I primarily just used the save feature with uh, Wrinkly. So that's, yeah. that's the only one I ever mm-hmm. spent my banana coins on. Yeah. Um, I loved the the swanky, but I'm a huge trivia buff. So like Anything yeah. trivia, I'm mm-hmm. in. I'm in. Count me in. <laughs> so I did all those. I, I'm curious. I, I forget. Does this? You have to do all those to get the full 102. percent I don't remember. I don't. I don't know. Honestly, I mean, I've, I've just always done them, so I don't know if it. I know for part of the 102, percent you have to visit every single Kong at least once, but okay. I don't know if you actually have to complete every single trivia. I I bought every tip. I did every piece of trivia. Anything that you could spend money on, I did every single one. But the fun thing about it is once you beat the swanky things, they're done. Like you, can, mm-hmm. you can't do them again, you know, which is right. uh, which is interesting. Well, I, yeah. I will say I was being very conservative with my with my coins, but I was planning on going back with my second playthrough in my relaxed phase to uh, try those out. Uh, as I got yeah. better with the gaming, mm-hmm. was able to get more coins, 
and was more exploratory in my play. But the initial playthrough, no, I didn't want to waste time or coins on that stuff. So. See, I would always, and I'm wondering if you guys did this too, when it comes to the, the banana coins, I would find a level in like each world where like right at the beginning of the level, it was very easy to get coins and I would just mm -hmm. go farm them. And like, you know, because once you beat a level, you can uh, yeah. start select to yep. get out of it. So I would just go get a coin, go back in, get a coin, go back in, get a coin over and over again. Would you guys, did you guys do that? I mean, I have in the past, uh, not yeah. for this playthrough though. Yeah. I didn't know you could hit start and select and go back. <laughs> I didn't know that. But makes did, it a lot easier. Mm -hmm. I did realize that um, early on that when you collected those coins and if you died, you kept them yep. and you would get them again. So if you played through that level multiple times, you kept on collecting those coins. So I did notice that and I did use that to my advantage a few times, but not as a means of farming. No. Well, here you go, Duke. If you've beaten the level, okay. you can go back into it pause it hit select leave the level at any time so if you just go in get the coin and and it's good for like when you're going back through and collecting dk coins or creme coins or whatever you can just once you hit it it you don't have to finish the level you can go go right back out which that's a game changer yeah that's a game changer there especially for your second playthrough that's fantastic yeah this is i always hated games like that are collectathons where you actually have to finish the level again if you miss something this is so nice as soon as you grab it you can get out of there yeah yeah I uh, wish I would have known that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what this podcast is for. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. yeah. You know, the manual. Yeah, that's, I'm a, you know, gotta I read love the, the old, and I, that's, I was uh, big on that when I was growing up. I always read the manual before I even put the game in. But uh, in my current collection here, I don't have every manual. I could have jumped online and read through it, I guess, but I just, in fact, so. I'll do you one better, Duke. I, I don't, I can't believe I don't have it here. Give me, give me one second. Are you looking for the strategy guide, Curtis? <laughs> oh you got it nice i do yeah yeah unfortunately it's not my original one uh that one got lost or my mom threw it away i don't know but uh, i grabbed this at a convention last year i was talking about the strategy mm -hmm. yeah strategy <laughs> guide buddy got it <laughs> this thing by I, the way i feel left out so this is the official nintendo power strategy guide this thing is awesome it gives you detailed maps of every level shows wow. you where all the barrels, all the Kong coins, uh, anything bonus areas, you know, it's so cool. And I would, I absolutely use this going through. I was like, ah, why not? When am I going to get another chance? You know, instead of looking it up online, going to game facts or whatever, got it right. Okay. Here. So let me, let me ask you guys this. Are you guys, do you guys do that? Like for your first playthrough, would you use a guide to try to beat the game? Not no, mm -hmm. just for no. like the collecting stuff. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so it's like I like uh, I was telling uh, Duke when you were gone, Curtis. Like I've had this since I was a kid. This is my original copy that got thrown away, I think. But I didn't have it when I first played the game, so I was able to beat the game, and then I got the strategy guide, and then I went back and hundred two percented it. Yeah, you know. So that's all I've ever used it for. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, games like this you almost need. I mean, it'd be impossible, well, not impossible, but unlikely to find every single thing without some guide. Absolutely, because sure. mm -hmm. some of those things are really, like, they yeah. do as, as best they can to, to kind of guide you in the right direction with hints mm -hmm. like a banana, a weird banana out of place or whatever. But yeah, there are right. some things that I'm like, how did anyone ever figure this out? Yeah. And if you've ever yeah. played the first Donkey Kong Country game and tried to do, like, the 100%ing on that, 
it's even it's harder it's, it's way worse yeah. there is one bonus world in that game that is hidden in a bonus world mm-hmm. <laughs> like what <laughs> mine well i mean we all know that that was probably on purpose they wanted to sell these guides and that was probably part of the strategy of how they designed the game oh, um, of course yeah for mm-hmm. sure so it's it's you know you would you wouldn't feel guilt because like, I'm, I'm real funny about like cheating and looking things up. Like I would never do that, but I would with a game like this to try to complete it hundred percent for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what you had before the internet back mm-hmm. in the day. Exactly. Right. And I, I honestly think it's better because it's right there. I was just going level by level and like, what was I missing? Oh, I also wanted to point out. So I love that they do this. It's a, it's a neat little touch, but, um, when you would get a DK coin in a level, it would show you in the level uh, uh, on the map screen, yeah. mm-hmm. go DK yeah. coin to, to know, hey, you got the DK coin in this level. Don't worry about it. And if you got all the creme coins or you found all the bonus areas, mm-hmm. it would have an exclamation point at the end mm-hmm. of the uh, the level name. So that was a good marker to let you know what you needed to go back to, what you needed to do still. I love that. Love yeah. that. That's, mm-hmm. that's one thing this series has always done a nice job of. Because even back in the original Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Country, if you got all the bonus areas, it put another explanation point there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Really smart. Good, mm-hmm. good little, little, little minor um, thing that helped a lot. So, yeah. Uh, World 2. We're talking about Crocodile Cauldron. So, these are lava volcano mine themed levels and again if anything jumps out at you about that memories of these levels let me know uh first level is hothead hop which introduces squitter the spider uh, which is new to this game um which was kind of fun uh i loved making the 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 little uh like platform web mm-hmm. platforms that you could jump on in addition to having the web projectile yeah and that, I, did, I did have a question about squitter so to make the platforms, did you use the A button or the shoulder buttons? I a button. I didn't, I, a button. I, didn't, okay. I didn't even think about yeah. the buttons. Yeah, so I've always used the A button, but my, my buddy Waves and Games, who also loves the Donkey Kong Country series, he's always used a shoulder button. So I was streaming it one time, and he's like, what are you using? I'm like, there's another button you can use? And sure enough, shoulder buttons work. Really? Are we, are we free to discuss the, uh, the spider because I know we're going to talk about the uh, the buddies, I guess, separately. But Let's talk about them. Yeah, I, I don't like them. <laughs> He's my least favorite. You don't like the buddies? No. Oh no he, no no! Twitter's I don't like Squitter. Yeah. Really? Ah. Well, well, I mean, it's it's cool, but um, I, I think I found him the most difficult because, especially when you're, it's frustrating because you're jumping from the webs and you got three different buttons you're pressing. You're jumping, you're shooting, and you're doing the the web platforms mm-hmm. all at the same time. So mm-hmm. in those areas where you got the crows coming down and you're shooting and jumping and platforming all at the same time, I just, I, I had a difficult time with that. So um, that game mechanic, although it was unique and interesting, I, and plus the webs would disappear sometimes like unusually, like if you had more than three, I think, or something, the one, mm-hmm. one would disappear. So that was just a difficult one of the more frustrating buddies, I think, in my opinion. So I didn't really enjoy those levels where you're making those platforms and and jumping across. Just wasn't. Well, perfect. let me ask you, who was your favorite buddy? My favorite is Squawks, um, because I love flying mechanics. I love the the hitting the button to fly and timing your shooting and everything. I just really enjoy that game mechanic. So he was he was my favorite, and I'd say my second would be the Unguard, the Swordfish. 
because I love water levels. So we are the exact opposite, Duke. I, <laughs> Quox is my least favorite. I like really. Twitter was my favorite, followed by probably Ramby. Um, and then I hate I hate on guard uh, just because I don't like the water levels <laughs> in this game, and he's hard to control, and the stupid piranhas, and blah blah blah. Uh, Captain Algebra, wh- wh- where are you? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna start with Squitter. That I agree with Duke. Probably my least favorite, and I think uh, he hit the nail on the head because, head because normally, you know, the Squitter levels you're making those platforms across bottomless pits that if you fall into you die, and there can only be two platforms out at once, otherwise they start to disappear. And yeah, it's very like anxiety inducing yeah like you know yeah. it's stressful having to shoot and make the platforms and stuff i agree with duke i didn't uh, get that at all <laughs> my favorite <laughs> is uh radley i just love how you know how high he can jump and stuff he can jump on all the enemies like bees and everything and even if you like you hop off of an edge you can still jump even when you're in midair i always yeah. thought that was pretty cool um part of that also might be is winky the frog is my favorite in the first game and radley basically takes his place which i'm a little sad about because i love winky but i do like radley yeah it's funny well i don't have a a visual to show you guys because it was more of a question just posed to the cartridge club but we did ask what your favorite animal buddy was in uh, this game and uh squitter won was was, i know i saw i saw that i was like what yeah i couldn't believe it over squawks no Squawks, dude, I mean, get out of here! What are you doing well, on this podcast? Squawks. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, it's it's the only one that you fight a boss with, right? You fight the bee, the bu- uh, yeah. buzz, yeah. whatever. King Zing, yeah, King Zing, yeah. And I mm-hmm. love that boss fight. It's my favorite boss fights because you're flying around in circles and you're just trying to hit his tail and you go up and down. I like also with Squawks, you have a lot of control, even though you're hitting that flutter. The wing, you can also use the D-pad and make mm-hmm. him go faster up and down and left and right. I just love all that control you have of him in the air. Love him. Yeah. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed to disagree. Um, okay, so uh, uh, level uh, b- back to Crocodile Cal- Cauldron. Uh, level two, we got Cannon's Claim. That was a vertical level. That's one, I think, one of the, the windy, not, you know, one of those levels i don't think this one was the windy one but yeah they go this one had all the had all the uh barrels that you shot Barrel, out of and yeah, stuff yeah uh level three was lava lagoon which introduces clapper the seal which is new to this game which is technically a buddy although you don't ride them it's just a seal that blows um i guess it turns lava into water <laughs> whatever let's that allow you to swim in it sure um and then, you know, maybe this is a good time to talk about Clubus Kiosk, which we mentioned briefly. Um, so he shows up after this level for the first time in uh, in Donkey Kong Country 2. And uh, so the first world didn't have a, a Lost World uh, gateway, I guess. But this it starts in this. You pay 15 Krem coins and it gives you like a special level in this lost world which is like a it'd be like the equivalent of like star road in mario world something like that um and uh let's just leave it at that for now when we get to lost world we'll talk about where you guys uh, did all that stuff so that showed up there level four we got red hot ride which is another level with the ramby uh level five duke's favorite we got Squawks Shaft. It's a vertical level that introduces Squawks. Yeah. First scene in uh, uh, Donkey Kong Country. However, this is the first time you actually control Squawks. So in Donkey Kong Country, 
uh, it was just like I think he held a light. It was like mm-hmm. the the, the yeah, game, yep. yeah level. But this time you actually play as squawks or squawk. Um, and then you got uh, the boss of this level. Oh yeah, I talked about the boss. The boss of uh, World Two is Cleaver's Kiln, which is an interesting boss. It's like a yeah anthropomorphic sword, I guess. Mm-hmm. I always like that boss. I thought it was pretty cool. It is. I I think it's like for early on it's a difficult boss it is it is because there's different there's like especially that second form yeah when when he's chasing after you chasing you you. Mm -hmm. i struggled with that one for sure that's one of my least favorite boss fights i think that was was one also where the picking up the the cannon uh whenever i was dixie i would Mm -hmm. like screw up because she holds it in her hair whereas like diddy's got it right in front of him you can like jump into the sword Mm -hmm. you know yeah for sure yeah Duke, did you use a, a guide at all when you were going back through? Were you, were no. you looking stuff up online? No. Now, what I would have done is uh, I would have done my second phase, my, my relaxed phase, where I'm now taking my time and exploring and trying to get uh, the game completed more. And then if there was a percentage I could not figure out, then I would go as a third phase to a guide and then find the things that were like really hard or impossible right. to find on your own. Mm-hmm. So that's how I typically would play a game like this. First, uh, a breeze through to win. Uh, second, take my time, enjoy the levels more and kind of, you know, kind of lose myself in the game and explore. And then if I want hundred percent it, I would go back, I'll go to a guide and finally do all the stuff that the guys kind of designed for. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. And cap, you used your, uh, your your strategy guide yeah i did yeah so i mean even though i've played this a ton there's still things i forget so yeah. basically what i did was like i would play through a level and try to remember as much as i could and then if there's something i missed then i would consult the guide go get it and then continue my way through the game yeah yeah cool and that uh, concludes world two before we uh jump into world three i got another little gift for you guys so here we go as dixie uses her powerful oh. Spoiler, I gotta set these back to it's Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy Kong's Quest. Diddy and his new friend Dixie Kong attempt to rescue the kidnapped Donkey Kong from the evil King K. Rule. Amazing new levels challenge the duo as Dixie uses her powerful ponytail in incredible ways. Advanced ACM technology delivers the stellar graphics of this 32 meg game as you play one or two players simultaneously. Now, I don't know if that was used as like at, at like a E3 thing or something, but they get into like some technical stuff that I'm like, why would you like kids don't right. care about that? Like this has got to be for retailers or something because like, it's it sound like ACM technology. Like what? Right. Like I yeah. wouldn't care about that. <laughs> right. Um, I also noticed they called him King K. Rule, which he is not King K. Rule. Captain. Captain. Captain yeah. Oh, uh, this is funny too. I noticed this going through the uh, the uh, instruction manual is um so when they're going through all the the bad guys you know so you get to captain k rule there mm-hmm. and he's blacked out right oh, just, but if you got the box or the if you'll notice he's like he's right there <laughs> <laughs> so he's like you can see what he looks like but whatever i get it they used to do that okay world three this is uh our swamp themed levels and we got a special guest uh, on Captain Algebra's feed. Oh yeah. <laughs> Say hi, Pi. <laughs> she don't care about Donkey. Kong. Nope, she doesn't. <laughs> She's mad. So, I'm in her spot. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so world three, we're at Creme Quay. And that's, uh, like I said, swamp-themed levels. Um, Might have been my, like, least favorite world overall. I just, I always, like, anything swamp, I'm like, mm, just whatever. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, this is agree. probably where the game really starts to pick up in difficulty, I'd say. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, level one, you got Barrel Bayou, and that's, uh, Ramby is included in this. Uh, level two, Glimmer's Galleon, which introduces Glimmer, which is new new to this game and who only appears in Donkey Kong Country 2. Mm -hmm. never shown up in anything else. So that's the swimming one we were talking about with the, the fish that's got the light. And just that one world level, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just one time. Yeah, if yeah. I'm mistaken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, level three, we got the Crockhead Clamber, which is Squitter is included. Level four, the Rattle Battle. Uh, and this is you actually play as rattly for for the most level. I, I noticed that like I I would really have to do a count, but there is so many levels that include the animal buddies in this in this game. Um, mm -hmm. It feels like much more than the original Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, for sure, yep, for, for sure. There's so and I I you know I put it down because I just found it interesting. It's there's so few that don't have an animal buddy in it. But yeah. one of the ones is Slime Climb. Uh, now, this is, uh, I believe this is the level where the uh, piran the water's rising. Mm -hmm. It's like a vertical level. Yeah. Yep. Piranha's down at the bottom. Those levels always uh, get, give me anxiety. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah. anything where, yeah. like, the screen's moving or something's rising um, and then you add in an enemy that's going to like eat you the second you fall in the water. Right. Yeah. Cause you, you can't take your time on those levels. You know, you, no. you have to rush. Yeah. Ironically, um, I don't know if you remember Curtis, but I was actually on the Donkey Kong Country one podcast with you my were? son Bobby. You bring yeah, this up yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So me and Bobby, my son, my oldest son, were on this is probably, gosh, I'm guessing here, but five years ago or so, yeah. four or five years ago. But him and I were on Donkey Kong Country 1 podcast. But we were talking about, I remember talking about specifically the water levels in that game were designed to kind of like give you a break because they were nice and kind of easy. Mm -hmm. um, and that's not the case. You just mentioned anxiety with these levels. Yeah. And it's it's interesting how they're not the same. They're much right. more um, part of the game yeah. where the, mm -hmm. yeah, those water levels are so enjoyable. And that music in the, the water levels in that first game uh, was great. And I really enjoyed those levels because they were just kind of fun and relaxing. And mm -hmm. I think we, we read somewhere, heard somewhere that they, that was purposeful. They were sp supposed to be like a break in between levels. Um, but like, well, as you mentioned in this one, yeah. <laughs> so um, I do find it interesting that they gave you the anxiety in this one <laughs> as a contrast. So I had no idea you were on the original. When I asked you, I mean, like how serendipitous is that? Like you, I know, it's you know, fun. you got to be on the third one. <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> gotta be on that one. All right, sure. uh, level six in uh, Creme Quay, we got Bramble Blast. This is another Squawks level. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, hooray! <laughs> and probably the best song in the entire game, the Sticker Bush Symphony. Is that what what level that comes from? Yep, that's yep. Those Bramble levels. Okay, it's that one. I, I wasn't mm -hmm. sure. I'm not like, because, uh, uh, okay, I, we're going to jump ahead a little bit. I, we did a, a Cartridge Club poll um, on how you pronounce this. I didn't even know this was a thing. So some people say sticker bush or sticker brush. 
Yeah, yeah, and it came up in my stream. Dean, uh, Dean was in my stream of this, and I think I, I said sticker bush, and he thought it was sticker brush, and yeah, so. And it's sticker what, brush, it? right? I think it's sticker bush. Mm, I wrote sticker. I actually made a note in my notes because that was one of my favorite. That's my favorite music, or one of my favorite. And I, I wrote sticker brush, Stimpin, because I must have yep. looked it up. Yeah, but it's sticker so. bush. Is it really? Yep. I'm, I'm getting to the bottom of this right now. I just looked Please. it up. David I, I Wise, Sticker Bush. It's, stick, it's Sticker Bush. Mm -hmm. All right. Why did I write Sticker Bush? <laughs> Look at how, clo how close that is with the poll. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. It's funny. Now only nine people voted on it. but. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, good music, yeah. though, for sure. We can, we can kind of segue into the music. We haven't really talked about that. The, the Donkey Kong Country games are so, especially that first one. You know, it's considered one of the best uh, uh, soundtracks of the Super Nintendo. Um, what did you guys think about the music for this one? I'll say there's no bad music in this game. It is all top-notch. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. I made a couple notes. I really liked um, Lockjaw's Saga, the, the drum, percussion-y kind of, very epic. Um, I think that was used for some of the water levels, if not all of them. Um, sticker bush symphony as i've just learned um and my favorite is crook's march which is the kind of uh music the last couple of levels when you're like the one where you have rattler and you're jumping up and the the green water's rising uh it's in a couple other levels as well but i really like that music a lot. that's probably my favorite so, but yeah but not, not a bad there's no bad music in this game no. it is all just top notch yep. yeah completely agree it's fantastic uh and i've already said this is my favorite super nintendo game i love the first game and that i actually do give the edge in music to the first game i don't know why i just do but then every time i play this you know when i was streaming and stuff i was like every single level i was like oh i like this song oh i like this song this is awesome um there's not about i think my favorite is sticker bush but i do really like the i don't know the name of it the one in like um hothead hop and stuff and crocodile cauldron all the lava themed levels i really like uh that music yeah um yeah i i think this soundtrack i mean it i would probably give the edge to the first one but it's like you know or i guess let me see there we go right right below you know yeah it's i would agree. i love you know what i love i love uh funky's music like like yeah, I like that one. Um, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, pheno phenomenal music. And I've been playing that soundtrack. For those of you who don't know, I work at a, a video game store. I've been rocking the, the Donkey Kong <laughs> soundtrack all month while I've been playing this. Um, so yeah, and then the boss of Creme Quay is Cudgel's Contest, which is a large boss who jumps up and shakes the ground, which paralyzes yeah. you, so you have to kind of jump before he hits the ground and uh so you can attack him kind of an easy boss i thought i was gonna say yeah. compared to the the sword in the lava this guy was a breeze you know? yeah right yeah I, I always thought he was kind of like the easiest boss in the game yeah yeah um okay moving into world four crazy kremland now this was a fun one mm -hmm. uh, these are a lot of theme park themed levels and beehive themed levels uh, starting with level one, Hornet Hole, where you get to uh, Squitter is included in that one. Level two was Target Terror. This is the first minecart level. And um, 
there's a few minecart levels in this. So in the first game, the minecart level was like what everybody talked about. I, I don't know why. I guess because it's just it's different. Change of pace. Mm-hmm. You've never really seen that in like a platformer before. It was it was uh, really cool. So obviously they were trying to capitalize on that because they put a few few mm-hmm. minecart levels in this game, and they each have different um, uh, mechanics, I guess. Right. Yeah. Holes, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you're actually when you jump, you jump with the minecart. Other levels, you jump above the mine, like you know, the mm-hmm. minecart's below you and you jump over it, right? Um, uh, but really fun. I, I loved all the mm-hmm. minecart stuff, I did too. Game. Yeah, they're I all really fun. Did. Yep, and then uh, the mine, some of my favorite like, levels, mm-hmm. like it's a skull or something. Like, what are you riding? Yeah, as? yeah, it's like a skull, yeah, yeah. skull or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Level three, you got Bramble Scramble, which get this, Squawks and Squitter are included. So you get Uh-oh. Duke's <laughs> least favorite and favorite. In, oh, my uh-huh. goodness. One level. Uh, level four, Rickety Race. I really dug Rickety Race. This is a f- super fun level. It goes by quick because you're going mm-hmm. super fast. You're racing on the, the minecart thing. I like you, that one a lot, too. Yeah. yeah. You had to and jump more, in front of the uh, other character yep. and try to beat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really and fun. the only way you actually got the DK, DK coin in that one is actually to take first place. Yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it was frustrating but very satisfying in that race when you got the timing right because you know you're you're going a little faster than the cart in front of you, mm-hmm. and there was a bunch of hills and you had to really time your jump to land right. on top of them mm-hmm. to you know eliminate him. But if you didn't get it right, you, it was frustrating, but it was really satisfying when it came mm-hmm. when it all worked out. <laughs> it's a really fun level. Yeah. Uh, level five, you got Mudhole Marsh. Uh, level six, another swamp one. Level six, Ramby Rumble, which uh, you play as Ramby in this uh, one. I believe that's the one in the Beehive where you race the like giant bee or yep. whatever things in. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Which yeah. The, that music starts playing and ugh. right, you see this giant bee coming after you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, crazy. Which I never found hard outrunning it. It's no. super easy. Uh, and then speaking of this B, we got the boss, which is King Zing Sting, which Duke, you mentioned this was your favorite boss fight. Not my favorite. One of my favorites. Oh, one of your favorites. Okay. My second my second favorite, I'll say. Gotcha. This yeah, one has, really, really enjoyed it. This one has multiple levels to it. You start out, mm-hmm. your, your squawks. Or, is it squawk yeah. or squawks? I forget. I keep saying. I say squawks, but I could be wrong. Let me see. I Let can't me... remember. Uh, it's squawks it with an S. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. You play a squawks. Take, and you... take that sticker brush. <laughs> <laughs> Got one right. <laughs> um, but you you shoot. Uh, I don't even know what 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 is it that he shoots. I think at? they're nuts. Nuts. Yeah. Okay. Nuts. And you're hitting the the stinger, and then he gets faster and faster, and then eventually he like turns <laughs> into one bee that is surrounded by other bees, mm-hmm. and you have to like kill all the the worker bees or whatever. It's it's a good good. Keeps you on your toes, that's for sure. Yeah. See, this is this is one of my least favorite boss fights, just because the target is so small. You know, you yeah, have to hit stinger? him in the stinger. Yep. Oh, I know. Crazy. And it's it's super annoying because as you're hit, you know, in the first form when he when the when he's going back and forth, he starts to fly faster every time you hit him, yeah. and that last hit can be tough to time. Yeah. But with the great play controls of Squawks, I mean, to me, it was it was a breeze. <laughs> okay, moving on. World <laughs> five. We got Gloomy Gulch, which is like another like swamp level, but this time it in- introduces ghosts, mm. and that uh, is evidenced by level one, Ghostly Grove, 
which uh and then and then level two haunted hall which is another minecart level now this is this is another anxiety inducing level this is the one where you got to keep adding time like the ghost is yeah. like mm-hmm. chasing you you gotta keep yeah. adding time or you know not hitting the barrels at minus time right and i yeah. well, it's really cool about this level is there's actually uh for the uh two bo- first two bonus areas you actually have to jump on top of another bonus area to get into it and then yeah. when yes. you yes. Yep, when you beat it you actually roll backwards so that you roll forward into the next one yeah and i thought that was pretty cool and where did i learn that <laughs> exactly <laughs> i actually just did that this afternoon i was messing with that level because i really enjoyed those cart levels and i was able to yeah. jump on top of that mm-hmm. top rack and yep. get to that bonus area yeah so. yeah it was really it's really like you said anxiety inducing but really fun as well mm-hmm. yeah. but it's hard not to hit those red barrels with the minus sign sometimes you mm-hmm. really got to time your jumps so that's fun mm-hmm. good stuff yeah. And another level that's anxiety inducing but not fun is level three gusty glade where you uh, are jumping and the the wind is like carrying you or like pushing. Oh, I like that level. I oh, one that. of my least favorites. Yeah, really? I hated that. Level. Yeah. Hated I I don't that. like feeling not in control, complete control of my character. Anytime there's wind, I hate wind. Mm-hmm. Screw that. And there's yep. another level coming uh-huh. up that we'll talk about. Uh-huh. The friggin' worst. <laughs> Uh, level four, Parrot Shoot Panic. So this is not Squawks, although he is included in this level, but this is Quawks, which is a purple bird mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you basically ride down. It's like a vertical level that you're riding down, um, which uh, is fun. I would like to note, so as I was playing through this game, right, I was uh, going through, and I would a lot of times, I try and collect as much as I can before. I don't do Duke where I just blaze through everything. I take my time and I'll collect as much as I can. I'll, I'll like finish the whole first world before I mm-hmm. move on to the world. Wow. Too. Yeah. yeah. So I got all the way to lo- this parachute panic game. And I was like, you know what? Time to call it a night and save my game. I saved my game. The next day I came back to start it up again. And I found out my battery had died. In, Ooh, my game. in the game? Oh, ouch. So I had to go get a bat. I mean, I work at a game store, so we, I just brought it in and we replaced the battery. Mm-hmm. But I had to start the game over from scratch at that point. Oh, my gosh. And it was I such think- a great game. That's not that bad of a thing. Oh, dude. Well, <laughs> no, tell me about it. But I was like, oh, you know, the podcast <laughs> is coming up. I gotta this game. So and is I- that your, your cart from childhood? Your is that your original cart that you had? No, it's not. I never actually oh, owned not. it because I I, oh, I, okay. I didn't want anything to do with it because it didn't have Donkey. Oh, Kong. that's right. Yeah, I only had the first one. Right. Um, but yeah, I think I was at like forty-eight or fifty percent, and had to start it all over again. You know, I've never had that happen to any of my games. Yeah, I'm sorry, I haven't never. either. Well, lucky you. <laughs> even even my, knock on wood. Like, even funny my Zelda thing, and stuff, you know, my old NES games, I've never had that happen. So funny thing is I had my previous playthrough saved on there, which I had 102%, and um, that was still there. But my one that I had been using was gone. Um, now, I don't know if that meant the battery was, like, dying or starting to go out or what, yeah. but I couldn't get it back. So I was like, oh, whatever, let's just – I would rather just replace the battery – and have the peace of mind that it, this isn't going to happen again. Right. Um, back to gloomy Gulch level five, we got web woods. Squitter is included. 
And then the boss of this world is Creepy Crow, which is a ghost version of the crow from the the first yeah. thing, mm-hmm. which I thought was yeah. kind of like lame. It's like yeah. the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. At least they did a better job in this game not repeating as like this is the only boss that repeats. Whereas yeah. in the first game, you know, you got Necky, the the vulture, and then also Naughty, the beaver. I don't know what it yeah. is. But you yeah. know, those both show up twice and it's like that's annoying. Yeah. I mean, it's the same boss, but the the fighting is completely different. I mean, you're not, it's not even close. I mean, right. like the first it, one you're throwing, like, yeah. yeah. This is a more like vertical right. level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I wanted to ask you guys, what was your overall thoughts on, on the bosses in this game? Were they too easy, too hard? Did, did you like them? You know, um, what did you think? Uh, Captain Algebra. I think it was a good good variety of them. I like how Duke pointed out, even though Creepy Crow is, you know, the same boss of the first now as a ghost, at least it's different how you yeah. fight him and stuff and more of the climbing element. Um, I didn't really find any of them too difficult. I, I just thought they were a good balance. Yeah. Yeah, Duke. I agree 100%. I thought they were very well well balanced because there's nothing like when you're playing a game and the boss is frustratingly harder than the rest of the game and that never happens in this mm-hmm. it's very well balanced with what the levels are and i never really spent too much time trying to figure out a boss pattern um it was yeah. just that perfect balance of difficult but not too difficult and very satisfying once you overcame it and learned the patterns um so yeah I, I think they were great yeah i i'm never a fan of bosses that are like bigger versions of regular enemies Mm-hmm. Um, I, if I would have changed anything, I would have taken out the crows because that's just like a big version of the smaller one. Done something else. I did like the third level with the jumping up and down. Even though it was easy, it was it felt like oh, this is like an original character. Um, but yeah, I always have problems when I'm like, man, that's like about you know, like in the original Donkey Kong Country, it's like a giant beaver. <laughs> Woo, you know, <laughs> come, on. come on. So then, well, would you talking get, would... bosses? Go ahead, Gouger. Okay. Would you would you take out King Zing Sting also then because he's just a large zinger? You talking to me? Oh me? no, is that Curtis? Because you know, he said he didn't like you I, know regular enemies yeah. blowing up to be bosses. Yeah. Well, make him like purple and like have a crown or something, and give <laughs> give him something. Like, come on, don't just like make like it bigger. Mm. Like, make him something different. I don't. I, I like the battle. That was a fun mm-hmm. boss fight, but like. Yeah, like do something to make it special, you know. Mm-hmm. Duke. Well, if we're talking bosses, I was gonna say if if we're free to talk about all the bosses, my favorite um, is the final boss. What uh, Captain? We we'll, we'll get to that in a sec. Okay. We'll table that. Yeah. Um, but we're almost there anyway. Mm-hmm. But before we move into King K Rules Keep, or Cap, sorry, Captain rules keep which is world six i got another little uh treat for you gentlemen let's see this is number six super donkey kong super donkey kong no daimidan yoyo tojo kitayo harkani wamaru tasaina stage 新しいヒロイン、ディクシーが加わって、ますますヒロガルドンキーコングワールド。ドンキーコング。スーパーファミコンが4000円安くなるクーポン券付き。スーパードンキーコング2、新発売。<笑> 
I like that right. one. Yeah, so much energy in those things. So yeah, World Six, Captain K rules keep. So we have finally made it to his big castle. You're kind of like the I love the world because you're like kind of going up the whole time. Mm-hmm. So as you're unlocking levels, you're you're seeing more of, of the world. You know, it's not mm-hmm, like the other yeah. one where you kind of see everything. Right. Uh, and these are a lot of castle themed levels, except for this uh, first one, Arctic Abyss, which is uh, the first ice themed level in the game. There's a there's it's surprisingly restrained on the ice levels in this game <laughs> overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one has Unguard included. Um, I love that level. I love yeah. it. It's yeah. a fun one. I love I love ice themed levels. I love the music in it, and um, there's not enough ice, in, in my opinion, in this game. There should be more ice levels. Yeah, it's no. like a couple ice levels. Then <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm okay. Yeah. See, I don't like ice levels. I hate again. I hate not being full control of yeah. my character. You know, the slippery. So at least this it's one, you're in the yeah, you're in the water a lot. <laughs> I like that. That's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't. I want everything to be like the very first level where there's just. <laughs> You just jump and try and get from left to right, you know. <laughs> uh, level two, we got Windy Well. Squawks is included. Level three, we got Castle Crush. I believe this is the first, yeah, this is the first castle level. Uh, Ramby and Squawks are included. And that's a really long level, too. The, like the it, castle it just ones, takes a long time. The castle levels are hard, too. Those those ones are tough. Um not so much Castle Crush, but coming up, there's a couple really tough ones. Mm-hmm. Level four, Clapper's Cavern. Uh, this is this is another one where you jump on the seal, but this time instead of turning lava into water, he can like freeze the mm-hmm. water so you can slide across mm-hmm. so the the piranha thing doesn't get you. Uh, Unguard is also included in that one, and then level five we got Chain Link Chamber. So this is another really long mm-hmm. castle level going up, lots of uh, you know, kind of twitchy moving. Mm-hmm avoiding enemies um but that pales in comparison to the difficulty of the next level which is level six toxic tower this level will put hair on your nuts <laughs> yes it will <laughs> this level is tough so this one has uh ratley you play as ratley the snake and yeah. it's a vertical level where again the water it's like green acid water toxic whatever mm-hmm. rising and you got to be quick there is Mm -hmm. little room for error in this level and you really gotta uh master uh rattley's jump on other enemies Mm -hmm. yes as well as his little charge jump which is the one downfall of rattley even though he's my favorite like sometimes i mistime it and then you gotta start charging it up all over again and in a level like this it's super anxiety inducing yes Absolutely. I, I struggled with this one as well, mm-hmm. especially, you know, unlike the other vertical levels, you, you don't have like you can't fall on a platform because it's a one mistake and you got to start mm-hmm. over. You're done. Yeah. So there's no chance. And if, even if even if you have both characters, like with your other buddies, it's like an extra life almost. But this one, when you fall into the acid, you're done. Yeah. You know? so oh, yeah. It, mm-hmm. it makes it very difficult. So and yeah, time jumping, uh, bouncing off the enemies in with the snake. Like I, I guess everybody does the same thing. You're, you're I'm always holding what is it? Uh, y like all mm-hmm. the time. So I'm using the lower part yeah. of my thumb on yep. B. So you don't you don't always get a good precise hit when you do it that way. You really got to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're timing your jump, when you're jumping on other the enemies that are floating, uh, you really got to pay attention to that because you can screw up. <laughs> well, see what I do so, yeah. is I just I just hold the jump button the whole time because then you get the bigger bounce off the enemies. Yeah, that's true. 
Uh, you don't so have you to don't, keep hitting it. You don't have to keep hitting it. No, just jump on the jump. You know, press it to jump, and just keep it held down as you're bouncing across the enemies. I didn't, I didn't know you could do. I kept on hitting it every time. I was timing it. Like, yeah, which, yeah, that makes it a lot more difficult. Uh, so I, I'd like an extra challenge. <laughs> you're going to be so prepared that. for Never. Donkey Kong Country Three. <laughs> I'm learning how to play the game during the podcast. <laughs> I know, I know. But but when you get to Donkey Kong Country Three, you can use mm-hmm. all this stuff. Exactly. That's true. So yeah, that level is tough. And after you beat mm-hmm. that, you would think, and we're finally at the end. You get to the boss, the stronghold showdown, and then whoa, it's a total fake out. You see Donkey Kong, but nope, he gets whisked away. And you find out there's yet another world, the Flying Croc. I, I do really want to point something out real quick, Curtis. In the GBA yeah. version, there's actually an extra boss at Stronghold Showdown. So really? instead of it, yep, instead of it being a fake out, there's this big uh, Kremlin. It's called Kerosene, who like breathes fire and stuff. He takes up the whole screen. It's really? actually a pretty cool boss fight. Yeah. Oh wow, that's cool. Well, there you go. More reason to play the GBA one. Uh, so this this World Seven is actually there's not much to it. And if you thought Toxic Tower was tough, <laughs> oh mama, wait till you play Screech's Sprint. This. And it's, guess what, Duke? Squawks included. This has (laughs) got to be the hardest level in the game. Which one is this? That's my personal opinion. That this is where you race the other bird in like the brown. Oh yeah. Yeah. As as a kid, I thought it was super difficult. Now there's still one more level we haven't talked about that I think is definitely the hardest. Fair enough. This one to me was the one that like, man. See, I I didn't struggle with this one as nearly as much as I did the. No, I, I think I I think I did it in my second or third try. Well, he loves squawks. Yeah, squawk he knows how to expert, control them. So yeah. I'm an expert with squawks. So that's why. But I didn't struggle with that one too much. Wow, I am surprised. And you know what sucks about this is like, if you don't save your game before the stronghold showdown, you're stuck mm-hmm. in yes. a sprint. You can't save your game. So you either got to beat this level, yes, yep, or you know get a game over. Um, because after you beat yeah, the level, then it opens up. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. Kong, Kong College right. I was hoping yeah. it was going to do that after that first because I, I it took me a couple times as I said, but I was like, man, I hope that I hope I get the save after mm-hmm. after I beat this first yeah. section here. Right. And, and sure my not. question is, why why do this one level in between the bo- like yeah. you know, yeah. between the final boss showdown and it's just oh man, it, I hate it. Knowing that it's coming up, I'm always like, but there are a couple <laughs> barrels you can get to like speed you up. Right. Yeah. There's some shortcuts. Up. Yeah. There's some shortcuts, but, um, but yeah. So after you finally beat that, you move on to the, the boss battle with Captain K rule and uh, Duke take it away. Well, I just was saying, this is my favorite boss fight. I think it was uh, again, well-balanced. It was difficult, but not like throw your controller difficult. And um, it was fun. All his different forms I think I probably try. I had to play him eh, six or seven times before I was able to beat him, but um, really fun. And I, I liked it wasn't too long, but it was just long enough. Yeah. So it's, sometimes it can be frustrating when when the final boss takes on like three, four forms, and it's like, oh come on, I thought I beat him, and now he's yeah. like, so only got a couple bars of life left, kind of thing. But I, I never got that sense with this one. I knew he was going to have several iterations of how you fought him. Yeah, but um, I thought thought it was very satisfying. It was fun how he was sliding back and forth, and I'm always a I always enjoy figuring out patterns like that. And this mm-hmm. one was just hard enough, but not too hard. So yeah, that's probably my favorite boss. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cap. 
Yeah, I'd agree. It's my favorite. And I, um, like Duke said, I like all the different iterations. Like you got the, the spike cannonballs, you got the little, uh, those clouds, those like colorful clouds that he mm-hmm. shoots out that mm-hmm. change. I don't, I can't remember what each one does. I know the purple one changes your controls and either the opposite. Yeah. It's the opposite. The yeah. Inverts them. And then was it, is it blue freezes you in place? Yeah. And yep. then I can't remember what red does. And then I think maybe green like slows you down, like makes you move in like yes. slow motion. I think yeah, so. That's yeah. It. So yeah. yeah. So it's, it's super cool. All the different things. And uh, it just it took a really big step up from the K rule fight in the first game, which was pretty oh, basic, not a lot to it. And now they just they up the ante a lot. So I think it's a great fight. Yeah. And one of the things I liked about it as well, if I'm not mistaken, it's one of the few boss fights, at least for me, where changing the characters in the middle of the fight was part of how you beat him. At least mm-hmm. for me, that's what I did. I yep. really liked that. Because in the middle of the boss fight, you're like, okay, now it's going to be time to use Dixie because mm-hmm. I can float over top of those three clouds kind of thing. Yep. And now it's time to use uh, Diddy because I need to jump faster or whatever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know, switching, it made it real kind of exciting and kind of yeah. intense yeah. that you're switching back and forth as you're figuring out these patterns. So, so I really enjoyed that boss fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you beat Captain K. Rule. You think the game is over, but no, you're wrong because we still got the Lost World. If you want the true ending of the game. So this whole game, you've been collecting all these creme coins. You're paying clubba, and you're unlocking these levels. We'll go through these levels really quick. They're just harder levels overall. It's, you know, it's probably some of the harder levels in the game. Uh, level one, you got Jungle Jinx. Level two, you got Black Ice Battle. Level three, you got Clobber Carnage. Level four, Fiery Furnace. And level five, which is, I'm sure, the one we're about to talk about, is Animal Antics. Captain Algebra, I, I can oh. see I can see you foaming at the mouth waiting. To <laughs> yeah, this has always been uh, the hardest level, but only because of one section. That's it. Like, honestly, the, the level as a whole is not bad. There's one section. Can I guess? Yes, go ahead. Squawks. Squawks, yes. Now, Duke, you I know you like squawks, but I mean, did you I don't remember. Did you 100% the 102% this game? Did you finish it? I no, I did not. Okay. Um I I didn't have enough time. Mm-hmm. I thought I would have more time to do all that for the podcast. Yeah. Unfortunately, I didn't. So no, so I'm I didn't. curious if you would still like squawks after this part. Have you played this level, Duke? Here's here's the thing. I couldn't figure out how to get I I opened up those the the, the alligators where you go, you see the volcano in the background. Mm-hmm. But I, could, I couldn't figure out how to get to it. Like, I would beat the level in front of it, but then I couldn't proceed. So, I that am, 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 what am I missing here? I, could know, not, I couldn't. Yeah, so starting in Crocodile Cauldron, that's the first time you can go into Lost World, but you only can play one level. And then when you go to <gasps> Creme Quay, now you get another Lost World level. If you go, if you pay, I kept going level. back to the same one mm-hmm. and figure, how do I get pe- further, closer to yeah. the volcano? I couldn't figure it yeah, out. Yeah. So I didn't play mm-hmm. any of these levels. Because yeah. so. you actually oh. need all, I think, was it 75 Creme Coins? You need every single one of them yeah. to be able to uh make it into the the last animal for the one for animal antics but yeah so okay so in this case you're squawks but there's a wind and you're in oh. a bramble patch so <laughs> oh. you got a bramble patch you can't touch those there's tons of zingers oh, the wind just keeps shifting left to right and as great as squawks is it is the most annoying part Gosh. of any level in this game uh it dude it's, it yeah, is it's the worst it's hard yeah it's rough so you play all these lost world levels. You finally get through them, and you and you get 
to Crocodile Core, where you get your rematch with uh, Captain K. Rule, which surprisingly is pretty short. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's. I think you only hit him like three more times, right? You only hit him once. Only once. Yep, it's just once. He he just he is a longer like a bu- he has a bunch of different shots that he shoots at yeah. you, and yeah. then yeah, there's just one cannonball you got to throw at him. There you go, and then uh, you beat him. You uh, watch from afar with uh, because you rescue Donkey Kong. You watch from afar, very Mega Man esque, as the island sinks into the sea, and you see a little little pirate ship floating away, and uh, Captain K. Rule laughs sinisterly, and uh, you know that there's more to come in the Donkey Kong Country franchise. But that is it for Donkey Kong Country Two. So. Uh, hopefully you played the game because we just spoiled a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked about the music. Great stuff. Um, if you're looking to play this game, there were several ports that came out. Uh, it got ported to the Wii Virtual Console, got ported to the Wii U Virtual Console, it got ported to the new Nintendo 3DS Virtual Console. Um, and then, of course, it's currently on the Nintendo Switch online service if you can't find an original cart for yourself and then of course we talked about the two uh game boy ports donkey kong land 2 and uh the g that, that's the original game boy mm-hmm. and then the uh, game boy advance version which is donkey kong country 2 diddy's kong quest did you guys by the way with the title did you guys always call it diddy's kong quest i remember growing up calling it diddy kong's quest i think i always called it conquest did you i i didn't get the like wordplay when i was younger mm-hmm. and right. i never and i just i always called it diddy kong's mm-hmm. quest but you also just rented it you know i actually i had the copy so you know i said to look at the title this is true yeah i just called it donkey kong 2 so <laughs> i say yeah normally it's called dkc2 so yeah well uh before we get to the three questions of doom i do have uh, one more little surprise for you guys, if you will allow me. This is eight. Okay. Uh, so talking about the ports, I give you the uh, GBA trailer. So obviously you can see in that trailer there's a some newer features mm-hmm. like the race with the ostrich and uh what was the other thing they showed some some other... oh there's the the gyrocopter oh yeah the helicopters mm-hmm. yep yeah mm-hmm. that's cool so more features out there for mm-hmm. you um and as the three questions of doom are looming i do want to ask you first uh, we did a twitter poll with the cartridge club but where do you stand where does this rank is this the best game in the series and i think we're talking about the the super nintendo ones of the three where do you rank this captain algebra 
we'll start with you because I think you're the most obvious one. Yeah, number one, easily. Uh, I love the first game. But if you go from the first game to the second game, you can see just how much more they put into it. You know, the the more animal buddies, the more levels with animal buddies, the extra detail levels. It's just it's more refined. It seems to move more smoothly and stuff. Uh, there's the swanky, those trivia games. There's more bonus barrels. There's It's just so much more to it. And uh, I think it's easily the best. Yeah. Duke? I can't disagree. Um, I always have a difficult time with questions like this, uh, especially this particular one, because I have uh, an attachment to the first one because I had it. I had it back in the day. And this is, uh, second one is a new experience. That being said, um, I can clearly see it's a, a more polished game. It's probably a better game technically. Um, so I can't argue that point, but I do have an affinity for the first one. I had the same problem. I was on the Castlevania three episode of the cartridge club as well. And I think I was asked, you know, what's my favorite Castlevania of the three on this on the NES. And I, I recognize Castlevania three is a better game, but I got to go with the first one. So I guess if I had to pick, I'd say I probably have, uh, an attachment to the first one, but I do see that this is a better game. Yeah. But, you know, I, I do want to add, um, it's not a perfect game to me. I, I do have some complaints if we're going to, you know. By all means, that. let's uh, get into Duke's list of complaints. Not a list, just some minor ones. I just wanted to point out that um, where this game shines is the the love, the, the heart, the polish, the production. It is just, it just, replete with details and the music and the graphics are just phenomenal for a, a, you know an NES era game um, but I think it suffers because of that because I, I do think some of the controls are a little floaty or not not as it's no contra when it comes to controls there are times where I was like I know I hit that boss or I know I landed on that ledge so because of the rendered graphics um, that especially initially now you get used to it and you get familiar with the game you get used to playing it and you get better but i do think i can't say this game has great controls uh, i just don't think it does i think it's a little it, it lacks a little in that department but i think it's because of the graphic style it is unique and it is different it's not what you're used to playing with a 16-bit era you know platformer where you got pixels and, and stuff like that and sprites that you're dealing with so that's really my only complaint is is that the controls and also here's one thing too that i don't know if it frustrated you guys but oftentimes because you had your trailing uh, second character and it was a lag and sometimes you would jump on an enemy he would bounce up your character jumps behind you jumps up and now your brain is like okay who's jumping and then i would fall off a platform and i'll be like wait a minute i was looking at that so I, there were oftentimes because of all that jumping chaos um, I got frustrated because I'm like, that's not fair. I couldn't even tell who my character was because of all the, the bouncing around and stuff. So just little things like that, I think, were minor flaws, I would say, in, in the controls. Because I felt there were cheap deaths from time to time and times where I'm like, I know I it seemed like I hit that a character or I land on that ledge or why didn't I jump out of the cannon? Why did it not go as far as last time? I guess you got to be pushing over. I don't know, just little things like that. I found to be frustrating throughout my experience. But aside from that, it is a fantastic game. Do you think it's the controls are any different than the first game? No, I had similar issues with the first game. Yeah. I'm not saying it's worse than the first one. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's just the, the, the style of these two games or these three games, I guess. 
haven't played the third one, like I said, but mm -hmm. I think I had similar complaints about the first one where um, compared to other platformers of the era, I, I don't think you can, you can put it up there with a game that you would consider having great controls. That's just me. Curtis. I mean, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. I, uh, I always kept track of my character. <laughs> uh, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, never experienced that. Like when you jump on an enemy and then Dixie jumps too, and then the enemy bounces up and I get all these things bouncing around. And next thing you know, you fall off a platform because I'm looking at the right. I honestly never had thing. that. Yes, I know. That. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the controls are pretty tight. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, another another thing too is like I didn't like how there were many times where I went to hit the Y button because I always kind of keep that pressed to keep myself in faster speed, and then Diddy would do a cartwheel and fly off a ledge. I'm like, geez, I was just trying to like hold the Y button in so I could run fast. And same thing with Dixie, you would hit the Y button to run fast, and she mm -hmm. would spin forward a little mm -hmm. bit and hit an enemy. I'm like, geez, it was. I was just trying to. So that was same yeah. thing. The controls were just, I think there were some flaws in how the controls were laid out. Yeah. Uh, in I, my think, opinion. I think that could just be though, it, you know, like you said, you hadn't played this game before, you know, it's brand new to you. Whereas, you know, me growing up with the game, that's never, I haven't, I've never noticed that. I just know that if I need to reset and press the Y again, cause like you, I, you know, whenever I play platformers, I'm always holding the run, run button yeah, down. Same, you know, it's same. Just, that's yeah. just how you got to play them. But I know that sometimes I have to release it for whatever reason, and I just know with this game that hey, they're gonna they're gonna do the cartwheel, they're gonna do the twirl. I need to just be ready for that. I need to you know be ready to go backwards a little bit before I can keep going yeah, forward. Extra steps, like when you're on a small mm -hmm. platform, and you 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 want to like when I think I remember this when I was fighting uh, the second version of the crow, uh, the ghost. There was little mm -hmm. platforms, and I want you know you would just ca mm -hmm. cartwheel off the platform because you know when you hit the Y button, you automatically move forward. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was a little bit of a, a frustrating element. That's all. Not a big complaint. Just a, just trying to find mm -hmm. something to complain about. This is what I found. <laughs> Sorry, it's the perfect game. Nothing to complain. About. <laughs> uh, well, before I forget, let me show you what the uh, Cartridge Club thought. So uh, just edging out the first Donkey Kong. Wow, look at three. Yeah, Donkey Kong Country yeah, Three, man, taking a lot of love, which is funny because I I would rank the games two, three, one if I had to rank the Super Nintendo ones. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Two, one, three for me, and three's not a bad game. No, it just something seems off about it. I don't, I can't put my finger on it. I, you know, I've I've tried to explain it to people before, but I don't know what it is. It just doesn't seem to be the same as the first two games i don't know i love the design of three i love the like king k rule or whatever you know what is he like uh i can't remember ever remember his name in that one it's, it's like is it professor professor k, rule? k rule, or is he is he a baron i oh it might be baron baron, baron von rule or something yeah there you go that <laughs> might be it yeah yeah um yeah really really good but um and then the collect like they take the collecting yeah. to a, another level in that one as well mm -hmm. uh really fun but we didn't come here to talk about donkey kong country 3 we came here to talk about donkey kong country 2 and as we wrap up there is one thing we have left to do gentlemen and that is the three questions of doom so i'm going to ask you question number one and i think these are going to be pretty easy three questions of doom today 
Question number one, we'll go to Duke first. Should you play this game? Absolutely. Algebra? Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the best platformers from the 16-bit era. That's the, the number one's always the easiest question. Number one's always the easiest. This is to start off with a softball. All right. Question number two, Duke, should this game belong in your collection? Yes. Fantastic game. Yep, I agree. I mean, it's nice that there are so many virtual consoles you can play it on as well, but I personally think you don't get as good of an experience on those as you do with like the original cart on original hardware, but yeah, you got to have it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But here's the big one. Duke out of five, five being perfect. No halvesies. How would you rate this game? I give it a four out of five. Four out of five. Five. Easily. Yep. That's a five. I would also give it a five. I think as far as like games on the Super Nintendo, it's among the best. You know, there are some minor quibbles, but uh, uh, like for me, the biggest thing is the the, the dark darkness, yeah. you know, but that's what they wanted. That's what they were going for. It's the middle chapter. It's like the Empire Strikes Back of <laughs> the Donkey Kong country series. A little right? darker. Yeah, it's gotta, gotta go darker. So I, I just want to add, if I if I was allowed halves, it'd be a four and a half. <laughs> just, just so you know. There is no halves. But I'm not allowed. I'm no, not you're allowed. not allowed. You get out of here with your halves. <laughs> if I was. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of Donkey Kong Country 2. Thank you, gentlemen, once again for joining me to uh, discuss pleasure. this game. Yeah, it was great to be on again. Yeah, we do have a, a couple fun games coming up in the Cartridge Club in the coming months. Next month, we have, uh, this is August of 2022. I, you're probably watching this. It could be like the year 7,000 right now. And you're like, what was next? <laughs> well, in August of 2022, we're going to be playing uh, Hades, which is available on a bunch of games. I've ne I personally haven't played that game, but everyone I know that has played it loves it. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's been recommended to me many a time. Are you guys familiar with that game? I've dabbled, uh, but I've never actually like completed a run, so I'm really looking yeah. forward to playing it. Yeah, cool. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a retro game or newer? No, game? it's a it's a no, newer newer. And then in September, it's our uh, Patreon poll game, and so it's going to be beside uh, between Ratchet and Clank. Uh, I, I don't know if it's like the first game in these series or what, but I'm assuming the first game: Ratchet and Clank, uh, Sly Cooper, or Jack and Daxter. All good so, games. So those like PS2 era platformer uh, type games. Uh, we'll see what wins out in that, and that is it. So. Um, Unless you guys have anything else to add, time to well, mosey on down the road. I'm going to say that I there's a couple days left in the month, and I'm going to continue to play and post some of my progress on the Discord because I'm still having fun with it, and I'm not I'm not ready to just stop playing. It, so I want to see 102 percent, dude. Yep, I and I want to hear if you still love squawks after Animal Antics. <laughs> yes, I, I really know. do. So so check out. Yeah, I should mention that. Check out the Discord for Cartridge Club. Uh, where we all look forward to Duke's review of Animal Antics uh, after he plays it. And, uh, yeah, you can always reach out to us uh, all over the internet, but uh, the, the Cartridge Club Discord is probably the biggest thing. And um, 
you're watching this uh, on YouTube, leave a comment below. Like it. That always helps. You know, subscribe if you're really into us. And uh, thank you for uh, joining along this month as we play Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy's Conquest. Not Diddy Kong's Quest. Yes, I said that right. Okay. Thank you and good night. CC Unite. Take care. See ya.